two, three, fuck it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode, another banger, another, well, whatever you want to call this episode, but it's the whatever you want to call it episode. You see, I see the double meaning. Okay, whatever. <laughs> All right, but yeah, welcome back to another episode, man. It's going to be good. This is going to be a great episode, by the way. Um, This, this is going to be a really interesting episode. It might be a little controversial. You never know. Let me just, just watch it. No, watch it to the beginning. I mean, watch it to the end. You never know. It might be a little controversial. It might be. A, I might look, show a little bit of emotion. Um, the Bucks did it. <laughs> they did it. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm fake crying people, by the way. But um, y'all, I just I I think the Milwaukee Bucks, like I said before, I, I didn't expect it to, to happen this way, but it happened this way. So I mean, it's that's all I can say is that the Milwaukee Bucks are in the East Conference Finals for the second time in three years. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, but are they are just are there right now? I feel like they're they they're gonna win. I believe they're gonna win the Eastern Conference. I don't believe in the Atlanta Hawks, and it's not that I don't believe in the Atlanta Hawks because Trey Young is actually a great player. I feel like he's like he's coming. He's he getting well. He's coming. I don't think he's coming. He's already there. He's already here. I, I feel like he's. I feel like I believe. I'm trying to say I believe instead. Of I feel like because I don't feelings can change. So I believe that Trey Young is already here, and he's just for me. He's just for me. I uh, yeah for me. I, for me, I I think he's just a player where he's he's a small, scrappy guy. He scores a lot of points. I mean, it's, it seems really simple, but it's harder than you really think it is. But I think Trey Young is he's just one of them special guys that came in the league. I mean, and it's crazy that he's super young. And he's doing this, doing these amazing things right now in this early in his career. And Atlanta Hawks, uh, shout out to Nate McMillan. Man, Nate McMillan is one of them. Co- I feel like Nate McMillan never should got fired from the Indiana Pacers job. I really believe that. I don't feel like he should. He, I believe he shouldn't even got fired from Indiana at all. But you know how it is with the NBA and these sports teams when you don't be successful, when you're not successful, like. Really quick, really fast. They kind of say, "Okay, well, they give you like a three-year span. If you're not oh, successful in the three-year span, it's like, okay, well, we're gonna go along with you. Or if you have like a bad season, which I think in it, since Indiana is just one of them teams that they're like right in the middle, they're right right in the middle of the pack. They're really not a juggernaut, but they're really not a bad team. They're just like in right in the middle. I just think too. I believe that I think you just I I believe they should have gave." Nate Miller, one more, at least two or three more years of just to rebuild that team, just to rebuild that that the mentality that they play. Like in Nate Miller, what I know about Nate Miller and him coaching the Indiana Pacers, they play hard. They play. I don't say they play tough, but they play hard. They they don't they battle to the end. I mean, I I believe that's that's Nate Miller's philosophy. At, for me, just looking at the Indiana Pacers games. And him coaching the Indiana Pacers when I watched the, the games when they played the Milwaukee Bucks, that's what I saw out of Indiana, the Indiana Pacers former head coach 
Nick McMillan, and now he's the current interim head coach for the Atlanta Hawks. And right now, I and to just speaking of the Atlanta Hawks, and I want to before I want before I go into like Trey Young in the second in this next round of NBA Finals, I want to shout out um, Katie Kev, Kevin Durant, the real Katie. <laughs> um, I just want to yeah, I want to shout out Kevin Durant. He played his ass off. I don't care when nobody said I never had slander for Katie. Katie always had some some little part of my heart. I mean, that's he's always been uh, a a part of my like one of my NBA, favorite NBA players of all of all time or just in my era. And he's been one of like LeBron of course I already said he's my goat and I already kind of explained it already, but if you want to uh, get an explanation, you can go back into <laughs> the vault of my podcast. You can go look at what I and look up that uh, episode and you'll see it. But I'm probably gonna go over it well, before this podcast is over. But yeah, for me, man, it's for me. It's I I believe that the KD is this, that special type of player. He's he's like like he's really good. Like I don't I don't know how to explain. It. He's really good. I'm just gonna. That's the best way to explain KD. He's very good at his job. This man is he could he could easily average he could literally average a triple double if he felt like it but i think KD just not he's that he's a scorer so he can't i mean he just he does not his job like it's not his job description but this what that's what this series taught me that KD can never easily average a triple double like easily in his sleep like it's not even that hard for me for KD actually for me yeah, it's probably a little bit hard cuz i'm shorter I'm about 59 little chubby so I mean, I probably need you a couple rebounds here and there, and I probably need a couple threes. But assists, I'm 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 kind of a little um, selfish a little bit, so I probably wouldn't get a lot of assists. Um, but yeah, that's just beside well, that's beside a little side note. But yeah, man, shout out to KD, Kevin Durant, shout out to James Harden, even for going on an injury, uh, playing on an injury, even though we found out which we I knew it was. Uh, he had a grade two hamstring ham uh, hamstring sprain. Um, which I kind of figured, I kind of figured it was bad because even before, like when he for initially got injured, it was like they had automatically had uh, ruled him out for game two of the uh, Bucks versus Nets series. They automatically, they didn't even like, usually if it's like a, just a hamstring or like a, just a little ankle sprain or whatever, usually you would just let him sit out for like game one and you would, okay, we got to, and they had, I think they had a couple days uh, before then, before game two or a couple or I think a day or two before Game two of the Bucks, Bucks, Buck, the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Brooklyn Nets series. They had a couple days, so I'm thinking, okay, they're probably just gonna like if you're if it wasn't that bad, you would like okay, just let, let them sit out for this game because it was the, in the beginning of the uh, game. So I'm like, just let them sit out, and you'll wait a couple days, and uh, if like it's a game time decision, if it's like not that, if it's really minor, and they automatically set him out for game two. So I'm like, oh, okay, it's more serious than it really is. He must have tore something. And it wasn't. It was it's a grade two. I don't know if grade two, I, I got to probably look that up. Well, let me look on my research department real quick. But it's a grade two. Like, what in the, like, it's seriousness in grade two. I, I, I believe it's the, like, the second worst, but I don't know. Let me check it real quick on my research department. Let me see here. Okay, I found it. I found it. I found it. Um, this. Uh, grade two uh, partial hamstring strain is a partial tear of one or more of the hamstring muscles. This may cause a limp in your walk and feel some pain during activity 
you might see more some swelling or and bruising and you might be, not be able to straighten your leg all the way and the minimum the minimum time is 4 weeks to like like once you get a I don't think you need surgery well I think you might need surgery yeah you get usually get surgery and to like to fix that tear and like it's about the severity too really with that tear like if it like all the way tore like all the way tore off the bone or which if you if it already tore off the bone of course he wouldn't be able to play but it's a partial tear so it's, it's pretty much half like it's like not all the way but it's somewhat tore already and the grade two hamstring strain the minimum is four weeks but it's you should go all the way to four to eight weeks or usually with uh the great a grade two hamstring sprain if you you guys want to know what like what but it was, but yeah, I just looked it up. <laughs> I had to know for myself too, because I was, I was oh, when I saw it, uh, like probably like two days ago, I was like, okay, what is that? Like, so, because actually, the crazy thing about this whole thing, I actually wanted to be a not a marine biologist. I actually wanted to be that too, but I actually wanted to pursue that too. But I was uh, for a minute, I wanted to be a, a, a sports therapist for a minute. So like, for a slight minute, I want to be a sports therapist. If I didn't play sports, I really want to play be a sports therapist. But yeah, that's why I kind of know somewhat stuff, some stuff about like like the muscles and stuff. So like I just I just know that, and I just I took that in college a little bit. So that I, that's why I kind of know some stuff about it. But I I didn't I didn't pursue my my uh, marine biologist career or my sports therapist career at all i'm a this is what i'm doing for my life uh the sports therapy not sports therapy but uh this podcast y'all know what i'm talking about dang i almost lost my strength thought in the middle of this this whole podcast <laughs> but um yeah but y'all i just like yeah that's like when i just want to shout out katie james harden i mean steve nash i give him some credit but i mean it was a lot of mistakes in this game and a lot of coaching mistakes to to be exact I mean, if you're just talking about Steve Nash and the way he played, I mean, the way he not played, but the way he coached, it was so, it was good, but it was like, you had KD. So it was like, it, did you really coach the team or did like KD just coach you to a lot of these wins? Which he probably did. I mean, let's just put it out there. KD coached you to uh, all to game seven, pretty much. I mean, it's, it didn't have nothing to do with coaching. I don't think it had nothing to do with, with, uh, coaching. It, it had nothing to do with it. It just had something to do with, that man, Kevin freaking Durant. It, that's all it had to do with it. With it had nothing to do with. Oh, we make a, we made adjustments. They really didn't make a really any adjustments at all, other than Jeff Green when he came back from injury. But that's obvious. We kind of knew that Jeff Green was going to play some tick. Or he was going to get some tick, or he was going to get some time in this series. So I mean, that was it. Wasn't an adjustment. Adjustment, so per se. I mean, they won. He won you one game. Which I mean, that's good, but I mean, was that an adjustment or was that something that y'all just knew y'all was gonna do anyway? So was it really an adjustment? It was. It was it really a adjustment? So I mean, it. I, I don't know, man. But I do actually. I do know, but I don't know at the same time. I. I mean, I'm a. I'm a football person by heart. A football fan. A football like a I'm I'm trying to say the word thesaurus. Okay, that's the word. Thesaurus by heart, but I do know some basketball. I know actually a lot more basketball than people think I do because I don't like I got told people before that was my first love. I told y'all earlier on my, my podcast days, well podcast days, but early when I was doing this podcast, like my early episodes, I talked about how basketball was my first love. So 
yeah, I know a lot more basketball than people think I am. I'm, and even in the sports overall, I'm like one of them guys that just watches random sports shit. Like I'm just that guy. Like just I'm, and I don't know if it's just me, but uh, <laughs> uh, like I just I don't know if I'm is me. I always, no matter if the Bucks lose or the Packers lose or win or any Wisconsin team loses or wins, I always watch old highlights, and it just it just makes me feel happy because. Even though we we lose or whatever, I just want to feel happy again. <laughs> I just want to feel happy again. I don't want to feel sorry for our team. So I watch old highlights. I don't know if that's just me. <laughs> they probably you probably do. Oh, you guys out there probably do in podcast land out, whatever. But man, it's really funny because I, like I was watching it actually uh, like a couple um, highlights before I, I got on this podcast. I was watching a couple highlights, actually Milwaukee Bucks highlights. So I'm just irritating like that but um <laughs> yeah i'm just I, I don't know man i just watch i'm just that guy i'm just i don't know and it, it's because of course my podcast and i watch it because it's just a film just to go over stuff that i want to talk about on my podcast but also i'm just irritating like that and i just like watching sports and i love talking about sports that's why i started this uh, sports podcast talking about everything regarding sports the controversial shit the the shit that you probably don't want to talk about or the shit that you probably do want to talk about. I talk about all that shit, <laughs> uh, all that NBA shit, all that sports shit, all that NFL shit. I said shit like a couple times already. So, I mean, I think I, I, did I, re- I think I, I did said my minimum uh, shit words already. So <laughs> I'm going to stop saying shit. Um, that was my last time. But uh, <laughs> that was my last time saying that word for, for this episode. But, uh, yeah, you guys. Um, yeah, it's, it's, this whole podcast, man, is like, there's not even the podcast, but this whole podcast episode is just, it's going to be a really good episode. I already can talk about, about Trey, before I, uh, lost my training thought, not trying my, lost my training thought, but before I talked about Katie and shout out to Katie and the Brooklyn Nets for their great season. Cause they were, I, and we all know, I want to, I'm going to say it cause I'm a Bucks fan and I want to be, seem like a homer, but. We all knew if Kyrie and James Harden was healthy, this probably series probably would either have been over or it would have been a more less more competitive. I'm not gonna say it's over because we just never know what could have happened. Because we never know the Milwaukee Bucks could have still went 2-0 in their house and they still could have went to seven games with Kyrie and Katie. But we just never know with that that whole thing. So I mean, the Milwaukee Bucks won. They won. They won a series. So let's go on to like what we're, I was just previously previously was talking about. And that's the Atlanta Hawks. So uh, the Atlanta Hawks, they we I think the Atlanta Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks play tomorrow Wednesday at seven thirty. So this is going to be a very interesting game. Like I I believe that the Atlanta Hawks will get one game. I don't see them winning. And I, the reason why I feel like the Milwaukee Bucks are not it's not going to go six or seven. It's going to go five or four. Most likely it's going to be Bucks and four, or Bucks Bucks and five. I don't see. Atlanta making a dent. I I think too. Like I always talk about. I always talk about. I talk to my sister about it. The how you gonna see? I mean, or how the game is gonna go? You look at the first five minutes. The first five minutes, if the Bucks are like just come out to like a thirty point, I can say a thirty point lead, but they're up by like more multiple points by fifteen or twenty. You go, like, okay, this is gonna be a long game. And you see, and, and usually when the Milwaukee Bucks have a good game, usually. They almost nearly break a record in the first half or the second first quarter. They usually nearly break a like, or they either nearly do or they do break a record 
in like the first half or the or the first quarter where they like get multiple threes in a game, you know, okay, this is gonna be a long game for the opposing team, which I think which in this case is the Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks have a lot of three point shooting with Bogdanovich, Trey Young, uh what's his name? Herder. I mean Clint Capella, he can't shoot threes, but he's a rim rim protector and uh rim runner and re- great rebounder. And, de- and great defensive person. Then you got John Collins that's stretching the floor. And he's shooting threes now, and he's rimming, running, and getting lobs. And Clint Capella's getting lobs, and they got a great bench. And Lou Williams, sweet Lou. I mean that they got they have a great team. I'm not gonna lie, they have a great team around them. But I just I just feel I not feel I believe that Milwaukee is just way better, way way talented than them. And it's like if you you think usually. You you're like okay, you look at the lineup you look at it you say you look at like certain lineups in the playoffs you look you look at it and you say okay this is a matchup problem this person is a matchup problem for this person this person is a matchup problem for this person so for example KD was just a matchup problem against anybody on the Milwaukee Bucks anybody you put on him it was just he KD was just a matchup problem in this series it's Giannis Giannis is a matchup problem against anybody I mean it, there's nobody really. Blake Griffin probably was the only guy that can do that. But, I mean, you never know. John Collins might be successful a little bit. He might make a little harder on Giannis. But I don't think with Giannis, with how Giannis is playing right now and how P.J. – I think P.J. is that – that he's the he's the, he's the leader of this this snake right now. He's ahead of that snake, right, this, this snake in the Milwaukee Bucks uh, right now. P.J. is – I just feel like P.J.'s mentality, he's that – I, I was just talking about it, I think, a couple hours ago about it. Like, he gives you that, like that, Ur. I don't know that that mean anything to y'all. But y'all know, y'all sports fans, y'all know what I'm talking about. He gives you that, like that, 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 that fire, that dogness. And if that, did dogness make a word? I don't know if that's a word, dogness. Uh, it's probably not a word, but you know what I mean. I'm, we should make that word up, dogness. But it's like a, like he gives you that, that spunk. That uh, that shoot juice. I was gonna go to a song, but y'all, I was gonna tell some, say something on a show, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not. But uh, yeah, man, he gives you that, he gives you that, man, and it just is awesome to see. PJ Tucker, yeah, that was a great pickup for the Milwaukee Bucks. I think, I believe though, uh, not Brent Forrest, but uh, Bobby Portis, he gives you that. But I think if it was like Tubness University, PJ is probably the like the dean of. Toughness University. Then it's probably then you probably got the principal of the 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 principal. Like it's like a not gonna say a principal, but you got like a teacher, and the teacher is like probably Bob, Bobby Porter's. But the dean of Toughness University is probably P.J. Tucker, and I truly believe that man. It's just uh, I might I might end up making merch for that though. I mean, y'all 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 keep your eyes on that man. I might make a some some merch on that Toughness University man. I'm a I'm a I'm, I'm I'm probably gonna keep that in mind. Keep that in mind, y'all. I'm, I, I might in a in a minute. I'm already. I gotta bring out my other merch for my podcast. So that's coming in like probably the the next two weeks, most likely. With these, uh, it's just a lot of things going on right now, in my in my life. So that's why I've been I've been talking about my merch and it ain't, ain't came out. It ain't came out yet, but I will be uh, selling my merch and like like I said, the next two weeks it should be. Uh, up and running, but I'm will be uh, putting out a couple other merch merch items uh, in the coming weeks. So yeah, y'all. But uh, 
Speaking of uh, toughness, man, the Philadelphia, not the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, actually, matter of fact, the Philadelphia 76ers. I don't know. I feel it feels tougher. It just, I don't know, man. They they show no toughness like, at all, and I just believe that. And I I just saw like a it was like a, not even a highlight, but it was like a little like a clip, not even a clip really. It was like a just a little note that I saw on Facebook, and they said literally the one the only time that the Philly Philadelphia seventy sixers were tough was when Jimmy Butler was on that team, and I think I believe that every team needs that tough guy on their team. They need that guy that going Scrap or damn even fight, really, because tough. I mean, I'm not talking about fight. I'm tough. I'm talking about just like he's gonna just muck it up. He's gonna be that guy that guards your best guy and just muck things up. Just makes the just puts stuff in disarray. Like, like he's that PJ Tucker is that guy for that team. For the Phoenix Suns, it's Jay Crowder. For the Clippers, it's it would be it would have been. Surge, but uh, I think Surge is out right now, so it's the Morris. It's the Morris twin. I don't know if it's Marquise or Marcus, so I'm not gonna really <laughs> say which one it is. But it's the Morris twin. I'm just gonna say Morris twin. It's, it's the Morris twin right now. So every team needs that tough guy. Needs that guy that's gonna muck things up. The guy that's gonna that that's got that guy that's gonna just be like that. Like I said, that guy that's gonna bring that sauce and. For me, I think every team right now, and especially in this playoffs, has that guy that brings that sauce, that's going to bring that sauce. And every championship team before that, before in like the past five years, had that guy that can bring that sauce. Like, for for example, last year, the who won last year? The Lakers had the Morris twin, actually, the other Morris twin. He, bring the, he brings that sauce. The year before that, that was, I think it was, uh, it wasn't the Lakers, it was the... I think it was the Raptors, and I, like I said, Serge, he's that guy. He brings that. Or oh, and then the year before that, it was I think it was Golden State, and that that year that was Draymond Green. Draymond Green's brings you that. And before that, it was I think it was Golden State again, or was was it no one Golden State? It was probably the Cleveland Cavaliers. And on the Cleveland Cavaliers, they had I think who was it that who was that guy? Yeah, I don't want to say LeBron. It's probably I, I got to remember that one, but. Like y'all get what I'm talking about. Every team, every championship team, especially in the past ten to twenty years, had a tough guy. Had a guy that's in tough guy, a guy that's gonna muck things up, a guy that's gonna go on the go on the ground and get them loose balls. Pause. <laughs> like the guy that's gonna make things rough for the opponent. And for me, Peter Tucker brings that. And I think I believe, I don't think, I believe Atlanta doesn't have that guy. They don't have that guy. That that going that's gonna do that. They, got, they have pretenders, and a pretender they have pretenders. And I, I'm not saying that they're not a tough team because they are a tough team. They wouldn't have got this far if they weren't if they wasn't that tough. But they don't have that guy to say, okay, I'm gonna guard your best guy. They don't have that guy. They don't have a guy that can contain Giannis at all. Like I mean, and let's just just run through the team, the the roster the, for guys that you probably would think. That will guard Giannis, and this, and I'm not, I'm just going over Giannis for now. But I will talk about Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday a little bit later because they're a matchup problems too. And Brook Lopez, he's a matchup problem too. So we're and PJ Tucker also. But 
we're going to talk about the matchups right now that probably the the players that will pro- most likely will guard Giannis. So it wouldn't be Trey Young. Of course, he's going to get murdered. That, that will just be pretty much suicide for uh, Trey Young. The most he probably could do is just pick Giannis apart, like pick him, like just steal the ball a little bit every time Giannis. Like, and that's more mainly him anticipating like where Giannis would, would go with the ball, which he probably would, but that's the most he probably can do. Bogdanovich, no, that's that wouldn't be good. Kevin Herter, no. Most likely be like John Collins or Clint Capella for for the most part because they're bigger and they're uh, and about Giannis' size. Clint Capella and then and then two, uh, I think DeAndre Hunter, he's out. Then Delinari, Delinari, I don't know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Delinari, Gennari, Gennari. I'm saying his name. I'm butchering the hell out of his name, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Cam Reddish, he's out. So Chris Dunn, that wouldn't work. Uh, Tony Snell, that wouldn't work. Uh, I'm not gonna say the uh, Kung Wu. yeah, I don't think that would work either. For the most part, it'll be John Collins or John Collins or Clint Capello. I think Clint Capello could make it tough on Giannis if like he, if they're just like posting up. But I just think overall, if Giannis is just spreading them out and they bring them out to the three point line, I think Giannis is just gonna beat them every time. Clint Capello the same way. I think. Initially, he could give Giannis some problems, but I think for the most part, John Collins wouldn't. If they bring him out to the three-point line, I don't think John Collins can withstand that punishment all game long. I just don't believe it. Like I said, he, I, I believe he can make stances or he can make plays where he just out jumps Giannis or Giannis just like messes up or whatever. But I think for the most part, if Giannis is on ten and he's on ten like he usually 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 is, uh. John Collins and Clint Capella won't have any chance at, at all. But speaking of, about any chance, uh, this is another reason why I don't think Atlanta has some don't have don't, doesn't have really any chance against the Milwaukee Bucks. Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton, his average at home right now is like twenty eight points, like seven rebounds, like six assists right now. So, like he's pretty much averaging almost a double double right. Now. I think what I don't know if I'm correct on that, but. His points are way. I think it's like twenty-eight points, close to not ten rebounds, or like seven assists, like seven or six assists at home. So it's he's he's balling at home though, man. It's his his playoff record right now. I mean, his playoff average right now at home is is pretty decent, man. And I don't think if Chris Milton's playing the way he plays and he's averaging about thirty, and Giannis is averaging about thirty, which I don't I didn't think about what Giannis is. And the Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis doesn't have to be uh, outstanding every game. He could average 25, and they probably still would win the game. Trey Young has to pretty much have KD type numbers. Like he has to probably get like 40 points and like 15 assists. Like he has to have that like pretty much every night in order to even make it close. I believe. I believe Bogdanovich could like he can get off and he can play well because the two games that the I mean the three games the Bucks played with. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks. The Bucks won one one game one against the Hawks, and they just tore them up. And that was because I mean, I that was because, but uh, Trey Young was out that game. Trey Young came back the other game, game two. I mean, and the Bucks beat him up again. And Trey Young was there, and Trey Young had a bad game. I think he was like three of eleven or three of seventeen. Didn't really have a good game, and they got washed the other game. And then the third game, the Milwaukee Bucks lost. It was a close game. The Atlanta Hawks caught up, and uh, what's his name? Bogdanovich just went off that game with threes. So, I mean, it's a lot of things has to happen 
on the Atlanta Hawks side, Atlanta Hawks side to even make this competitive. I believe, I truly believe that the Milwaukee Bucks are going to blow out the Atlanta Hawks probably all these games. I just don't see, I see them being somewhat competitive. I can see them like losing by like five, one game just because the Milwaukee Bucks give up the lead a little bit, but I don't see them one. All most of these games are going to probably be fifteen, and they're going to win by fifteen to twenty points. Especially if the if the Milwaukee Bucks play that way, and they play the defense the way I believe they will, and the way they played against the Brooklyn Nets, this game is going to get ugly fast. I mean, it's going to be a pretty boring series, if you say the least. If you're just an overall basketball fan, this might be a boring game to you because the Atlanta Hawks might not even get get a sniff of a lead. They might get a little bit lead in like the beginning, but I think overall when it when it's set and done it's set in stone, I don't see Atlanta winning this series. I mean if they do it's it's gonna be in six or seven. It's not gonna be a sweep. It's not gonna be in five. It's gonna be a sweep. it's gonna be six or seven. And I don't see them getting to six. I don't even see them getting to five for me. If the Milwaukee Bucks play well and they play well because we know for a fact Milwaukee Bucks have not lost at all. A, at a, a home this whole playoffs. So you thinking, okay, the Milwaukee Bucks are probably going to if they if you just putting into uh putting into like a, like a not a jar but like a, into like to to just just think about if you're a Atlanta Hawks fan for the most part the Milwaukee Bucks are going to win at two zero at home. They're just going to win at home. You just you can just bag them two two wins. I mean they might get. The only chance I believe they have is they can steal one game uh, in Milwaukee, which, I mean, it's going to be a hard test. And a lot of bad things that are happening in Milwaukee's way for the Atlanta Hawks to win. And that's how much about uh, a, a hill climb the Atlanta Hawks have. It's pretty much like Goliath, so David versus Goliath. Of course, we know David won that. But I think this, this, this story is going to be a little different. I mean, I mean, it's, it's going to be go away. It's like Atlanta Hawks is like that little brother – that like you play, you're playing around the basketball court, or you're playing football, you're dominating, and because your your big brother's not there, or it's like almost like uh, you're playing you're in a recess, and the you're like probably in like you're in like preschool, not preschool, but you're like in fifth grade, and you got a couple friends that's in fifth grade, and you're dominating the game, and you're just doing your thing, and then the sixth, seventh, and eighth graders come come there, and then the big kids in a sense come there. And just take the ball and say, nope, this is our game. That's pretty much what the Atlanta Hawks versus the Milwaukee Bucks is. It's going to just be like, give me that. It's just in Atlanta, for for me too, it's really, like I said, not only not only they don't match offensively, defensively they don't match with anybody. I don't – the only thing they I think they can rely on is three-point shooting. But even that, the Milwaukee Bucks can shoot threes with you. So, I mean, even that, it's like it's, it's a tie with. So, I think the best chance is for Trey Young to go go bonkers. He has to have I don't his crazy thing is KD type numbers. He, he has to have the same type of numbers that KD has. Probably even I don't say even more, but like Bogdanovich can play well. Bogdan Bogdanovich can play well, so he can probably get you about twenty five and uh, uh, uh Jeff not Jeff Green, but John Collins got to get you about twenty. Clint Capella got to get you about twenty and ten. Uh, Lou Williams got to get you about fifteen to twenty. It, there's a lot of people that gotta play well in this game for even to for even to be competitive. I think they're they have a little bit of edge in Lou Williams that can come off the bench and give you about thirty. So I mean I have to give them that much of an edge, but even then on the bench, the Bucks have Brentford that can go off at any time. You got Bobby Porter that can post up, it can shoot threes. 
that can do, do play some defense, so and he has some toughness adding on top of that. And then you have a guy like Pat Conte that was clutch in the last series against the Brooklyn Nets that can make big shots. So I mean, I mean that's a that's a lot, lot to say for the Milwaukee Bucks. And then on top of that, just to put the cherry on top, you have my man, you know, the main man, the guy, the guy that said <laughs> that quoted the phrase "We some dogs." <laughs> uh, PJ Tucker, PJ Tucker is just—he's gonna be that guy that, I, and that's why I believe that Milwaukee Bucks are gonna win by fifteen or twenty because PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker is not gonna let them slack. PJ Tucker is not gonna let them say no, no, we're not gonna lose. We're not gonna get his lead up. And then also Giannis, Giannis mentality right now is is on fire. Giannis is on a revenge tour right now. He's on a like a a torture tour right now. He's He's going through the NBA and saying, "Okay, you, you said I don't, I'm not this. Okay, let me do this. I mean, you said I'm not a good player. Okay, okay, I'm just, you're saying I'm not an MVP in the playoffs. Okay, let me prove it to you. Like he's he's doing everything for he's doing everything for the Dodgers right now. He's proving the Dodgers wrong right now. He might say, well, the Brooklyn Nets wasn't healthy. Well, okay, whatever. It wasn't nobody healthy. And it's just right now, it's just all about who's going to be more healthier at the end of the season. Who's going to have the healthiest team at this point." At this point, that's what it's feeling like. It's like who's who's more healthy right now. Speaking of healthy, I found out some news like just before I got on the podcast, but you probably already know this already. But uh, Kawhi Leonard's his uh, apparent knee injury was actually a it was he's day to day with it. It's not as tear, which is gr- great for the uh, L.A. Clippers. They don't have to worry about. Kawhi Leonard been out for the entire series. And then also we know Chris Paul is out with the safety uh, safety protocol. And I know that's, that's irritating with Chris Paul because he took the vaccine and everything. So, and I'm not, I'm not going to go into that and why I didn't take the vaccine and why I don't believe the vaccine is really, there's no purpose for it. But um, I'm not going to go into it because I'm not a medical person and I just don't believe it. But all I'm going to just tell you is I don't believe the vaccine. It, it was no point of it. It really wasn't. I mean, it just really wasn't. If you were going to get, like, for me, it's like, it makes, it's, it doesn't make sense if you're going to get it anyway. It's like, if you, it's, if it's like, for me, if, for example, it's like, like this. If I was to say, okay, I have, if it I, if it's a disease out and I have to say, okay, I got the vaccine. The vaccine was supposed to, okay, just cure it where you don't get it again. Vaccine gives you it again. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense for me. That, that really doesn't. But I mean, it's whatever, bro. I don't, I'm not really the smart, smartest person in the world, but it's, it's for me, it's common sense. What's the point of getting the vaccine if you're gonna get it again? It's just you might say, well, it just gives you, it gets you. It's like the flu; it gets you the, it gets you sick. What it pretty much does, it gets you sick just so you can get the antibodies, antibodies to uh, to cure it. But I mean, it's for me that doesn't make sense either. But it's whatever, bro. It is whatever. But um. <laughs> Speaking of whatever, um, the Packers, uh, man, it's just that's just so. The Milwaukee Bucks have uh won the Eastern. I mean, they're gonna win the Eastern Conference, but they're gonna win the Eastern Conference, and they went to the NBA NBA Final, not NBA Finals, but the Eastern Conference Finals right now. They're in the Eastern Conference Finals right now. Slowly, I'm going a little fast, but for everybody's liking, but um, for not for everybody's liking, I'm, I'm not trying to talk so fast. I learned that when I was watching or listening to some of my podcasts, I'll talk pretty fast. I'm sorry about that, but um, yeah. So for me, yeah, it's the Packers, man. 
That's all I'm saying. The Packers. And it's like stories coming out where an anonymous GM said that Aaron Rodgers, in a sense, he's selfish. I don't want I want to read I really don't want to read what he said. All and basically he said yeah, Aaron Rodgers is selfish and he should just take the, the contract and just play it out, which is stupid because it, and then it's crazy that we all have all everybody that has all, they're saying what Aaron Rodgers should do, but ain't nobody saying like ain't nobody really giving a solution to it. Everybody saying what they oh Aaron Rodgers should just sit down and he should do this and do that and Whatever, I can bet you any money it's a Tom Brady fan. Most of these people that are saying Errol Aaron Rodgers, this isn't that he should he's selfish. It's people that just sucked up. That's they're suck ups, they butt sucks. I don't know. That's that's not a word. I don't know, whatever. They're just suck ups. And it's at this point it's for me it's like the worst thing for Aaron Rodgers was seeing Tom Brady win a Super Bowl <laughs> with the Buccaneers. That was the worst for I think for Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson and all these guys that are vying for these contracts and these contract extensions. The worst thing for them and specifically Aaron Rodgers was seeing Tom Brady go to the Buccaneers, getting what he wants, and because he did get what he wanted. He wanted Antonio Brown, he got him. They wanted he wanted Gronkowski, he got him. He wanted Leonard Fournette to and he wanted to sign all these guys back and he did. He wanted the offensive line, they got him. He wanted a defense, they got it for him. So like why can't Aaron Rodgers get that? So why can't Russell Wilson get that. Like, it just, I don't, it don't make, it doesn't make sense to me. There were, it's like two different worlds. Like, when you say, oh, Tom Brady's the greatest, oh my God, he's the GOAT. But then you don't look at the things that, that affected him and the thing, not the things that affected the things that caused him to be a great quarterback. And I'm not, no offense to Tom Brady, like, he's a great quarterback. But let's put it together. Let's put facts to facts here. Tom Brady wouldn't be in the place that he was. It wouldn't be in the place that he is right now with seven rings. If it wasn't for the coaching staff, if it wasn't for the front office people putting putting him in great situations, even in, in New England with Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft and them guys putting him in putting him in great positions to win the win games, to win uh, playoff games with the great top ten five defenses that he had. Like just for me, I don't I don't get that man. I really don't. I really get pissed off when they talk about Aaron Rodgers and and it's, it's like one of the things where when Aaron Rodgers leaves, y'all gonna be mad, y'all gonna be sorry when he's gone, y'all gonna be oh my god, remember when Aaron Rodgers did this? Like it's and it's really irritating because I just really believe Aaron Rodgers is not gonna come, like he's not gonna play like at all. He might, but right now how it's looking, how unconcerned Aaron Rodgers is looking, I don't think he's playing. And then on top of that, Devontae Adams' contract year is this year. I mean, it's next year, and the Packers. I mean, I haven't heard any contract extensions about Devontae Adams either. So it's just at this point, I just feel like the Packers are just stupid. At this point, they're just ignorant, they're prideful, and these guys like Mark Murphy. That's why I talked about the owners a couple get couple episodes ago about the ownership, and even to speak on the Knicks ownership. And I want to speak on the Knicks ownership right now because they did a little bit better, but they still need some work. But for the most part, the Knicks, you really haven't heard of the Knicks ownership or even the owner, uh, well, I've got a guy's name, but you haven't seen the owner. Ever, and then, too, you see what happens when you get out of the way, stop being prideful, and stop being the guy that you are, and you just get out of the way and you give somebody what they want. You see what happens. They made the playoffs. They're a fourth seed. They made the playoffs. They got a most improved player in uh, Joyce Randall. Like, come on, man. They got Coach of the Year and Tom Thibodeau. 
Like, this is what happens when you get out of the way and stop being prideful. I can imagine right now, and the Packers have actually a great roster right now. Their defense is back. Most of their defense is back. They have great defense guys right now. They have a great offense in uh, Amari Rodgers, which when I saw him on, on still on the board, I really wanted him. And the Packers got him for finally, instead of getting the, the developmental-type wide receivers or these developmental-type offensive lines, I really hate the draft and develop. It's like the Packers treat it as like a bit. Well, it is. It's a business. But they treat it like, as like a, like we're just, we're, we're re- getting ready for the future. Instead of just going out and taking a risk every so often. They don't, the Packers really haven't taken a risk per se. Like they haven't went out and said, okay, we want Antonio Brown. Like they don't, they're not a guy like, say like, for example, Oda Beckham. They're not going to be like, oh, Oda Beckham's out there. They're not going to go out and trade and try to risk their, risk a couple draft picks. And go get Odell Beckham. They're not gonna do that. They're just not. They're just one of them teams where they're just gonna they're gonna play by the rules. They're not gonna break any rules. Really, they're just gonna really stay in stay in their lane and not really gonna move it, shake any <laughs> houses, not houses, but like shake any shake any chains. They're not gonna really do anything. They're not really gonna make any change. They're just gonna be like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna develop. We're gonna go out this developmental office line that's not gonna be ready for the next three years, but we're going to draft this guy. And acting like Aaron Rodgers has time on his hand. Like, acting like Aaron Rodgers is 25 years old. This man is like 30-some years old. Aaron Rodgers said he wants to play until he's 40. But let's be serious. Aaron Rodgers injury-prone as, which he's a great quarterback. But we know Aaron Rodgers' shoulders, he he ran on the wrong. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the season. So, as, uh, for us, man, it's just, you know, or if somebody that's big enough, like Anthony Barr, land on Aaron Rodgers wrong, he's going to get injured. So, I mean, I don't, I don't want to be harping about Aaron Rodgers, but, man, come on. This man is – he injury he not injury prone. I ain't going to say that. That's just a bad word, but he can get injured easy. I'm going to say that. He get injured. He can get injured easily. So, for me, it's just like – like, for me, man, like, stop it, bro. Stop it. These ownerships are – these owners overall are getting on my damn nerves. Like, it's just – even if it's not the NBA, it's the NFL. If it's not the NFL, it's the college teams. It's just – at this point, I just feel like just can y'all just go like go go somewhere. Don't don't go in the game because ain't no, and it, and some of these owners act like people care about them. Like uh, which I don't I don't really care about you. Like they act like people are coming to the game to see the damn owners. We don't we don't we don't really care. We don't really care about these owners. It's like I don't I don't. I'm coming to the game to see freaking Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Zadarius Smith, and the others. I'm not coming to see you. I'm just not. Like, I don't care. Oh, we I own this team and how about your history and all this. I don't really care. I want to see the stars. I want to see the football players. I'm seeing I'm this is just an entertainment. I this is something that entertains me. I don't you're not entertaining me like at all. Like I, I don't really care. And I really don't care if you don't care. So for me, it's just at this point, I just I don't really want to talk about Greenman Packers news right now to something positive. So if I don't talk about Green Bay Packers in the next couple of episodes, it's not because I, it's no news. It's just that I don't want to talk about if it's not positive, I'm not talking about it. <laughs> but, uh, man, speaking of positive news and stuff, you guys, I will be starting my YouTube channel in, like, the coming weeks. Like, also, it's probably going to be around the same time my merch come out. So I'm getting closer and closer to my YouTube channel. And it's going to be really fun, man. It's going to be really a different experience for you guys to finally see the face behind the, the audio guy, behind this, 
this awesome podcast. You get to see, and I'm I'm gonna do a lot of different things on the podcast, so it's gonna be really fun, really different um, for you guys. So you'll get stay tuned to uh, my my Facebook page at the um, whatever you want to call a Facebook page or my regular page, or you can go to uh, the, my Twitter at Marquise ninety five Sports, or you can go to my Instagram at Marquise ninety five Sports. And I will be posting a lot of news regarding that. So for me, y'all, uh, this is, should be the end of my podcast. And it is the end of my podcast. So I thank you guys for listening to the podcast. If you want to uh, go to and listen to any older episodes or newer episodes like this one, uh, you can go to Marquis 90, not Marquis 95 Sports. You can go to the Spotify and look up Marquis Nash, M-A-R-K-E-S-E. N-A-S-H, and you can look up that name, or you can look up the whatever you want to call a podcast episode, and you can watch it, and you can watch it on Spotify, you can watch it on iTunes, or Apple, I, or Apple iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, or you can watch it on Stitcher, or you can watch it on any other podcast, or any other outlet that accept podcasts, or whatever, so, because it most likely is on every other podcast outlet, so. I looked at it, so that's why I know. <laughs> but uh, I'll thank you guys for listening to the podcast, and I'll see you guys probably tomorrow when I do a preview or a review. Now, yeah, probably a preview for the Atlanta Hawks game and shows the keys and the the keys for this game and the keys for this series and the keys for the the Atlanta Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks to win this series and win the, or win the game game one tomorrow. But I'll see you guys next episode. Peace.